everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be discussing Carmilla by Sheridan Nifanu. And I gotta tell you, I'm very disappointed in myself for taking this long to read it. If you follow my podcast, if you follow my blog, if you know me personally, you know I live for Gothic Lit. I love Gothic Lit. I took two courses of it in college. And there was another course, I believe it was my Shakespearean comedy class, that my teacher, she was wild, but she brought up Carmilla. And I remember thinking, what? Why have I never heard of this before? You know, what was I living under a rock? This is definitely something I should have read years ago. I've read Dracula three times. I've read Frankenstein um, multiple times. Portrait as well. Read it multiple times. <clears throat> Why? And this one is so short. It's so thin. It's a short novel. And it's a very engaging. Um, it is reminiscent of the time. You know, it is classic literature. So it is written as a classic literature. But that's okay by my book. I really enjoyed it. I really liked that gothic atmosphere. And I think Le Fandu did a brilliant job creating that gothic atmosphere and you the reader <clears throat> you're sucked in right from the beginning the reader is formally addressed um someone else is telling the story of laura and camilla he's like i'm hoping i'm getting all the facts right but this is the story as i've heard it and he begins to tell the story of laura and carmilla and this is also supposed to be an lgbtq story as well um (laughs) laura is alone you know she lives in a castle in the wilderness with her father their two servants in austria she's very far away from civilization and she was really hoping for the company of another young girl, only to find out that she died. Suddenly, her, ha- her heart gave out. And the letter says, you know, I know who's behind this. I'm going to hunt her down. So already you're just like, oh boy, vampire on the loose. Like, you as the reader are aware. You know, telltale signs. Um, you just have to think of Lucy when she died or when she was getting sicker and sicker and sicker because Dracula was feeding on her. Right? Um, and then in to her life, literally comes crashing Carmilla in her carriage with her mother, their carriage tips over and she falls out and it's just like, ah, my damsel in distress. I need someone to help me and take care of me. And the mom's just like, okay, well, I got to keep going. Uh, you know, it's like, I'll be back in three months, dude. Um, but here are some rules. You can't ask her anything, and if you do, she's not allowed to talk about anything of our family or our past. And you, as a reader, you're just like, well, that's a little weird. That's a little suspicious. So your unease is rising as you're reading the story. You know, you have this whole gothic setting, you know, wilderness, the woods, at night, it's cold, it's, you know... It's chilly. The atmosphere is chilly. I want to say it's probably fall in the book, I think it was. Um, 
but you know, they remark on the cold air a lot, they remark on mist, and you can see the setting perfectly, and it's very haunting, it's very chilling, and I really love that Le Fanu was able to build such a wonderful atmosphere. And then there's also all those little subtle details that something is wrong with Carmilla. And you as the reader, you're just like, oh man, like, come on, come on, Lori, gotta wake up, don't be sucked into her, her beauty. Because you can see, you know, Laura is enamored with her, you know, she's enamored with her beauty, she's enamored with her company. She is very much attracted to her, and you can see that it's mutual. So you really do get those LGBTQ undertones, which is really refreshing. I really enjoyed the story, honestly. Um, it was a quick read. It was very engaging. There's not, you don't get to see Carmilla a lot in action until the end and those last, you know, that last couple chapters, once they're just like, okay, Carmilla's a vampire, we've got to go kill her. They move very, very fast. So if you like the gothic, if you love Dracula, if you love vampires, um, LGBTQ, and short novels, this is definitely the book for you. It's quick, it's fast, it's engaging. Um, it really was a brilliant novel. It was a little slow in the beginning, I will give it that, but again, it is reminiscent of the time. So, ultimately, I can only give it I guess four out of five stars. Again, it was a little slow. I kind of wanted a little bit more at the end, a little bit more vampirism, I guess you could say. But considering it's the first vampire story, I got to cut her some slack, right? So four out of five stars. Um, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, Pushkin Press has a beautiful um version of it that you can get at Barnes Noble. It's gorgeous. It really is gorgeous. And I will include a link in the description below for it. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee with a one-time donation of $1 or with a monthly 99-cent donation on Anchor FM, my recording platform. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.